for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Oh, it's all good. I turned you up on my end as well. So you're, you're good. Sorry. At least my speakers are good. So, um, first off, want to thank you for joining us. It's absolute amazing that we've had so much support. I wasn't expecting the amount of support we got, and I'm glad that you asked about, uh, jumping on and joining us for fighting the uh, cause to raise awareness for pancreatic cancer. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Um, so first off, uh, for all the new people that are out there listening, uh, and since it's been a little bit since we've had you on the podcast, uh, can you kind of reintroduce yourself and give a little origin story as to what got you into music and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. Um, my name is Meg Riley, Hi, everybody. <laughs> and I've been living in Nashville, Tennessee for about six years now, I think. Um, before that, I'm originally from New Jersey, um, and I've been playing in bars and restaurants and stuff since like late middle school um so i've always kind of had a, a toe in the the music game um, and then i moved to town started writing um i released my debut ep last calendar year um and then i just put out another single on friday um my primary genre is southern rock and country blues so that gives you a kind of overarching idea of what i do and who i am awesome awesome yeah, yeah we had uh talked to Leighton and he hinted at the new single that you dropped and he was like, yep, we'll, we'll let Meg talk about it later. I was like, <laughs> cool. Save it, saving something, saving a conversation for later. That's amazing. I love it. Oh, uh, so, uh, let's go ahead and jump in about the new single. What, what's the name of it and what was kind of the uh, idea behind it? Yeah. So it is called, why am I always doing this? Um, I released it on Friday. Um, and it's actually the first, like, slow sad song I've put out it's not really slow it's like mid-tempo but um I kind of decided during the pandemic actually when we were just kind of like locked away I decided I was going to record some of my slower um more sad things that I tend not to play out and I tend not to release just because I, I like to keep it upbeat and, and fun for everybody um but I kind of wanted to show this side a little bit more vulnerable and I decided to release it this winter so that we could have a nice little sad girl winter together. Um, so I released why am I always doing this on Friday? Um, Layton actually produced it and then it was mastered by Gregory Mahan. Um, and I co-wrote the song with my good friend, Courtney Bumbacher. Um, and the song is kind of about this struggle between, um, your anxiety and insecurity in a relationship versus like that gut instinct of like, my partner's not in this anymore. And like trying to balance those two things and knowing what's what. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, how long have you been working on this specific single? So the single, it's a funny story. We were recording the other uh, three songs that are on the EP that's mm -hmm. coming out in a few weeks. I haven't really announced that yet. Um, Exclusive. So, here, here's the announcement. It's coming out in a few weeks. Um, but we were recording those um, in the pandemic and everything and kind mm -hmm. of getting those kind of squared away because I've had those songs written for a little while. And then me and Courtney sat down and wrote while I was doing this. I want to, I don't remember exactly when, um, but not too long ago, only a few mm -hmm. months ago. And as soon as we wrote it, we both kind of knew that we wanted 
want everybody else to hear it. Um, so I kind of had Lagan jump on that and just kind of said, we're, this is the single. So yeah. nice. And then, uh, obviously you just let kind of let the cat out of the bag with the uh, new EP coming out, but, um, that's cool. Um, so how this will be your second EP, second EP, correct? Yes. My okay. first EP was burn and that was yeah. last calendar year. Um, and that, I, I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't like a full length and I was misspeaking. Got it. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, so for, uh, why am I always doing this? Is there a, a visual component? Did you work on a music video for it or anything like that? Nope. So it's just, this was actually kind of in terms of projects that I've been doing, um, okay. this EP was a little bit more, I'm going to call it smaller, a little more stripped. Um, yeah. just so that it was more of the ability to show that I, I have, I have a vulnerable side and, yeah. um, I write these things and I'm proud of these songs I've written, mm -hmm. um, just to kind of have them in the world and have people get to know that side of everything. Um, so it's a little more stripped. Um, the, the cover I did all myself, um, the, the the photo shoots if that's what you want to call them, <laughs> for all myself um very diy this time hey that's perfect that's you know sometimes especially during the pand or back end of the pandemic you know you, you, as shows start opening there obvi obviously there's gonna be like a mad rush on the studio and recording time and uh, you know so sometimes you just got to go a little diy to get what you want out and yeah for sure yeah uh, so for why am I always doing this? What was it about the song that was like, that's the single? I'm not sure. So the, the verses are a little bit, um, they have a very, I'm going to use the word symmetrical um, okay. feel to them. Um, they repeat the same line um, mm -hmm. a few times, um, just kind of get the, the driving point across. Um, and then the chorus we thought was just really catchy um, and kind of a different melody than mm -hmm me and Courtney have written a lot together um, for a very long time. Um, so it was something different. It was definitely something that we hadn't written before. And I don't mean that in the, the sense that like we write the same thing over and yeah. over again. I mean that in the sense of like, we have our groove and we work very well together and we come out with products that are kind of in the same brand, I would call yeah. it. Um, and this was kind of outside of that. And it was something that was outside of it that we both knew we really liked immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like there's not many songs that I write that I immediately know I very much like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I completely understood. So you released your debut EP in 2020. Was there anything that you took away from that as like a learning experience that you're now applying to all your future releases? I mean, I guess it's all a learning experience yeah, <laughs> every, right. every time. Um, yeah. I mean, just really, being on the ball, it's amazing how much um, social media influences everything, <laughs> everything now. Um, like when I released my first EP, um, TikTok was very much happening. It was in the middle of TikTok, but I hadn't even touched it. I didn't have the app. I, I hadn't bothered. Um, and now I'm, I'm trying that, um, <laughs> trying to, to get my feet wet in that arena just because it is very much a powerhouse in social media right now. Yep. Um, so it's just a matter of being able to learn and adapt and roll with the changes as they come. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And, you know, with, unfortunately with social media, it's going to be ever changing and, you know, just you're going to have to, as being somebody in the entertainment industry, we'll call it the entertainment industry, um, you, you, to stay 
unfortunately to stay relevant, you kind of got to be active on what's new, what's hip, what's, what's the most recent. So yeah, for sure. Um, no, that's cool. And then, um, just to kind of change directions as the, uh, main reason why we're here, which is to raise funds and awareness for pancreatic cancer research. Have you had any experiences or family members with uh, pancreatic cancer or just cancer in general? Not pancreatic cancer necessarily, um, but yeah, my grandfather at the end of his life, my grandmother, um, we have a current family member who's kind of getting diagnosed and getting a game plan going. Um, mm. So yeah, for sure. I think it affects, I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I know anybody that cancer doesn't touch in some way or form in their life. Um, so yeah, if y'all are watching, click the link and donate. Cause yeah. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, it, it's one of those things where, uh, like just cancer in general, like you'd mentioned touches almost everyone. I don't think there's been, but maybe one or two people that I've talked to that hasn't had somebody affected by cancer in, 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 in some form, you know? Um, and they keep saying that pancreatic cancer is rare, but it's not as rare as people think. Cause just even through this interview of the, let's see, you are interview number 59 out of the 59 interviews, I've had 20 people easily say that somebody in their life was affected by pancreatic cancer. So like that's 40% or not 40%, 33%. We'll go that's there. wild. That's still very high. Yeah. Um, so just, and the fact that the survivability rate of the whole thing of pancreatic cancer in general is so still so low. It's at 10% right now, um, which is, is not good. So yes, but please donate if you can share, if you can, anything you can do to help spread the word would be most appreciative. Uh, donation links are in the comment thread or in the description of the video, depending on how you're watching it. Or we also have, uh, a couple of Facebook fundraisers set up for you to, uh, you know, kind of do your, do your thing through Facebook if you like. Um, so yeah, but to kind of shift back gears a little bit, um, how I've, uh, how's the uh, show's been going in Nashville? I know you've been playing out a lot. I've seen a lot of your photos popping up and all the show announcements and stuff. How are the shows going? They're going. Um, yeah, I'm performing out a lot. Um, <laughs> it's been wild. I want to say it's like probably averages somewhere around four times a week. I'm not sure. Um, and we've started, so I started getting a lot more full band gigs, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, which means I've kind of gotten to lock in my little unit. Um, we call ourselves Megan, the boys is our, our official band name. Um, nice. and we've become such a unit. Um, there's some of the best musicians in town, which everyone is, but like my personal bias, there's some of the best musicians in town. Um, and we've just kind of really clicked and we have a great time on stage. That's one thing I've noticed. It doesn't need, like, even if we're really messing up on something like everyone's having a good time. We're having a good time. The people watching are having a good time. And yeah, absolutely. And, uh, for Megan, the boys, is it still like in the same realm of Southern country rock type thing? Yeah, for sure. We also started randomly, um, doing the last Tuesday of every month. We also do like a three hour pop punk set, mm. um, which is a little outside of, of what I have done, but I'm yeah. um, very much in the realm of what the boys have done. So yeah. um, not too much of a stretch. Um, that's really fun. But yes, for the most part, we are still doing 
Southern rock, you know, do some more classic rock feel things. Um, still country and blues mixed mm. in there because we're in Nashville. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. I will have to, when, next time I'm out in Nashville, if you have a punk rock set, I will have to come check that out. Absolutely you will. <laughs> because that sounds amazing. I know, I know you had mentioned something about doing something a little bit more punk rock. And I thought maybe that's what the whole band was. But now that we're kind of talking and getting a little bit of context to everything, that's yeah, awesome. that's like the the one gig we do a month is all pop punk covers from like the early two thousands, kind of that that angsty stuff we all yelled when we were small. Nice. Perfect, that's perfect. I love it. Um, so one thing that we've been doing with everybody that comes on the stream today is we've been giving them one spin of the random question generator. Love that. So if you are ready, I have your question. I'll do my best. Okay. If you had to live on a planet other than Earth, which one would you choose and why? Oh no. I'm gonna mm, I'm gonna go with Mars. Okay. Gonna go with Mars because it's Oh, see, if I say something and it's wrong, people are going to be like, oh, this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, you're good. You're, you're good. Because it's closer to the sun. And I I hate the cold. It started getting cold here, and I'm I'm not about it. Uh, I would rather be absolutely burning hot and, like, dying of heat exhaustion than be cold. So, so I think I'm going with Mars. <laughs> well, not to destroy your hopes, it's actually further from the sun. No, it's not. It's the one that's closer. Oh, uh, Venus. Venus. I'm going with Venus yeah. because I'm dumb. <laughs> it's all good. I, I was sitting there. I was like, oh, do, do, do I, do I, do I say it? Or? Absolutely correct me. I want everyone watching to know I just did that. Hey, at, at least, you know, I, I, I was sitting there. I was like, man, do I, do I do it? Do I do it? Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of have to. Of course you do it. Yes. The answer um, is yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's awesome. Um, so Venus, that, that makes sense. Yeah. If I wasn't worried about dying because of the heat, I'd probably say the exact same thing, but I think I like the idea of being out in Mars better because they're already trying to colonize it and just being able to say, this Hey, I beat seems all of like the best shot of surviving. <laughs> yeah. It seems to be the best shot of surviving. So no, that's cool. Um, and then, so uh, you're you're pretty active with the gigs. Um, wh what is the rest of your 2021, 2020, the beginning of 2022 look like as you're preparing for the new release that you've recently spoiled? And yeah, so we have a couple like release gigs around the date, um, which I'll be announcing actually tomorrow on, on social media. Go follow me. Yes. Um, <laughs> Perfect plug. So we have some gigs around that. Um, we've got a bunch of shows throughout the rest of 2021 still. Um, we're, we're nice and booked. And then the beginning of 2022 will come. Um, and we've got a few shows booked for them too already. And we're just going to continue to pound the pavement. We're hoping to um, to go back to Florida for a little while. We were in mm -hmm. Florida um, for some gigs. Um, Sorry. <laughs> and um, so we will be hopefully doing that in the earlier half of the year. Um, we're mm -hmm. also going to 
I think I personally, after this release, I'm going to kind of shift gears into the rolling singles kind of model. Okay. Um, that's become a lot more popular. Um, and I've got a few songs that I'm really excited about that are at the forefront for that. Awesome. Um, but that probably won't be for a little while. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Uh, let's talk about Florida for a minute. Where in Florida are you, you are you did, well, I know you guys, or you just came back from Florida, but, uh, where did you come from? Um, so we were, we stayed in St. Petersburg cause it mm-hmm. kind of the difference for the, the directions we had to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were in Clearwater for a few gigs. Um, and then we went down to, um, Sarasota for a couple of mm-hmm. gigs and then we kind of explored St. Petersburg and that seems to be uh, the place that we're going to end up playing the most, hopefully on this next go around. Yeah. Um, Cause there's so many cool venues and cool yeah. spots there. Um, we were absolutely blown away with yeah. how much we liked it there. Yeah. It, it, they've got a really cool scene going on there and it's, it's so diverse. Like I, uh, I, I'm a little bit more familiar with like people in Tampa, but Tampa and St. Pete's are, almost interchangeable at this point although if anybody's listening they're gonna say otherwise but you know it is what it is um you know so it, it's interesting how cool that place is and there, like you mentioned there's so many ven- venues there's so many festivals that happen there as well like just like the random festivals that happen in downtown uh downtown tampa in that area so yeah, for sure. Yeah, when we were driving through, it was we had to drive through Tampa to get to yeah. um, St. Pete's, and it was crazy there. <laughs> yeah. How's um? Uh, when did you guys go down to Florida? It was when did we go down to Florida? It's September, I want to say. Okay. Not, I believe it was September. Right. Yeah. They're in the thick of hurricane season. Luckily, hurricane season yeah. wasn't that bad this year. But that's what everyone was saying. You're like, you're here on our off season. And I was like sorry we'll come back on the on season <laughs> well honestly going to florida during the off season is the better time anyways because you get to find out where the real good places are where the you know because if you go there during tourist season you're gonna get pushed towards the touristy places and like whatever's uh commercially successful or what like however you want to word that where if you go to the there during off season you kind of start seeing oh hey they don't go to this restaurant. They go to that restaurant, you know, Yeah, for sure. and that's where the better food is. Um, but you know, anyways, and then, so you're looking to go back again next year. Um, yeah, probably the beginning do you have year. a date in mind yet, or is that still kind of in the works? Um, we're looking at February. Okay. Um, so not a specific date, but yeah, you know, a-, a nice little run in February. <laughs> nice. And, uh, 2022 is going to be more like runs like that. Not maybe not, Florida every time, but start getting your feet yeah, out. Yeah, a little bit more new. travel. Yeah, um, some Northeast stuff, hopefully in the summer. Just, yeah, getting out there and starting to do a little bit more expanding. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Any hopes of going back to, do you still consider uh, New Jersey home? I call it home, yeah. Oh, my whole family's there. So. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. We were having this conversation on the last interview, if we still, because uh, between the three of us that we're talking, none of us live where we were from and we were talking about if we still considered it home where we were born so yeah i feel like i consider both home like i've been here for a long time so yeah. like i definitely refer to this as home also mm-hmm. um yeah. but yeah my whole family's there and that's gotcha 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 but um i do want to thank you for jumping on here and chatting with me for a little bit and i uh, look forward to talking to you in the future when you whenever the next big project that you feel needs help promoting we we got you we're, we're right mm-hmm. there with you 
<laughs> it's good. I don't, I don't want to completely spoil the uh, release of the EP and everything you got planned. So I don't want to dive too deep into that, but um, <laughs> uh, I can't wait to hear it. And uh, hopefully once we get, get to the point where we're at, we're ready to travel again. Hopefully we'll make it to Asheville here real soon. So, but once again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sitting and chatting with me. If you want to donate, please do. We'd really appreciate it. The links are in the description below or in the uh, chat box, just right over here. Um, Once again, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, we will see you here in a bit. We have, let me pull up my notes. We have uh, Lainey coming up next. Awesome. All righty. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yep. Have a good one. Bye. All right. I want to report. All right. All right. We will be back here in a little bit.